Arshvayeshev doesn't technically have any mitzvahs, but we're going to talk about an interesting minchas chinuch today, which my brother Ilan sent over to me. Ilan is learning at uh, Gush in Israel. I think he's using my old minchas chinuch that I left for him over there. So shkoyach to him. So the mitzvah is that you're not allowed to kidnap people. Unfortunately, um, the brothers in this week's parsha weren't so makpid on this one, but you can't kidnap somebody, and that is to steal a person and then sell them. But the thing is, in order to steal a person, you need to acquire them. Because how, so how do, you, how do you achieve a stealing of a person, right? So to steal an object is pretty simple. You just take it. But how do you steal a person? So in halacha, we have different forms of acquisitions. There's acquisitions that apply, this is called kenyonim, right? So there's acquisitions that apply to movables as in metatalin. So like a watch, for example, like you can acquire that just by uh, paying for it, kesef, or by doing a mashicha, which is like, you know, picking it up or et cetera. Um, those are acquisitions that apply to movable objects, and it's more complicated than that, but I'm not going to get into it. And then there are acquisitions that apply to land and immovables. So in order to acquire land, you can also use kesef, so that so money actually works to acquire both kinds of things, but you can also use a star, is in a document that you know you write that says I own this land now, or I'm selling this land to you, etc. That acquires land, but it does not work to acquire, uh, from a Torah perspective, um, movable objects. And you can also acquire land by Kenyan chazaka, which is like, for example, you build a fence around the piece of land that somebody's selling to you. That building of a fence is a form of acquiring. You use the land. That's that's a Kenyan chazaka. So we say in general. So what is the status of people? Are people considered movables or immovables? So on the one hand, they can move, right? So you'd think maybe they're movables. On the other hand, they have this like certain unique property to them that they're not really like an object. You know, you shouldn't objectify people in general. They have this more like, you know, the status of a, of a non-object, you know, thing that you're trying to acquire, which, which wants, makes you want to put them maybe in the category of land. It depends exactly how you understand the distinction between land and movable objects. Is it really just about them being movable, or is there something else about land that makes a difference? So the, in, in halacha we say, avadim kimikarkai. So that means that in acquisitions of re- relating to slaves, evikinani, we treat it similar to acqu- acquisitions of land. So according to this, you'd think that a people are all like land. So the Menchaz Chanach points this out that, to the fact that this is actually a machlaikis rashi and taisis in condition of Zion. The Gemara over there seems to just like, you know, on a whim, use principles in relation to acquisitions of land in referring to marriage. And that's a person, right? So it sounds like Rashi says this is because people are connected to land. And Rashi seems to extend the principle of slaves being connected to land to all people and humans in general. But Tysus disagrees and says that it's not the case. So according to Tysus, only slaves are connected to land, but people would probably be more like objects. 